0: It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Uh, today it'll be the Wednesday version of the Friday Fun Bunch. Because uh, Tom Raffio's alter ego yeah. is in the building, a.k.a. the incomparable Peter St. James. Uh, there's no uh, alter ego for Kitty Ray, but uh, I'm sure we'll manage to get through the next, uh, the next hour here on WKXL. Uh, Peter, good morning. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Does my hair look like Tom's? uh, No. Uh, no, Nobody's hair looks like Tom's. That's the (laughs) truth. (laughs) Just kidding, Tom. Uh, By the way, we are presented by uh, Northeast Delta Dental, at least at last check. Uh, They have individual and uh, family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. You can learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. A man with a great lifestyle is the incomparable Peter Saint James. How are how are things in the in the outdoor world these days? Because most people oh, man. you know, when you think of Peter Saint James, you think of hunting, you think of fishing, you think of all good things in the it's, outdoors. It's a weird. It's
1: a weird winter. Um did I see Dave Emerson uh said he did not think that uh Winnipesaki was gonna freeze in this year. Uh, he's the one that flies yeah, yeah. you know, the lake and, and right. does ice in and ice out. He said I don't think it's going to ice in. You've got uh, you know some fishing derbies. People want to go out fishing, yes. ice fishing,
0: pond um, hockey events.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's it's very odd. And I, I I I want to believe the best in people, but I don't because people want to get out on the ice and they stand on the shore and look and go, yeah, it looks okay. Uh, no, you can't assume that. Then you get out there and you find out, hey, bloom, you're in the water. Um, Today, we're going to be highs near 40. So, again, it's uh, skiing. Okay, we've got some snow. Um, We need skiing. We need snowmobiling uh, because if not... Then we're going to have budget shortfalls, and who's right. going to make that up?
0: I, I don't think people realize, uh, and, and I didn't until uh, Dan Weed uh, was on the show. And Dan is an avid snowmobiler, yep. and uh, it, it means so much money to oh, to our economy, yep. The, yep. the the snowmobiling uh, business, and uh, tourism yeah, is number one. It, it is. Answer. That's it. We are and, we are a tourism state, and if we ain't got it,
1: then. All the budgets are predicated on people coming up, and if they don't come up because they look out their backyard in uh, Rivia or, or Randolph and, and say, oh, there's no snow. Ain't no snow, no. And, and they don't come up, then we fall short. And yes, I know we have rainy day money, but uh, what happens if? So, I always worry about
0: that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not as worried about the, the ski industry. I mean, you're, you're right about the fact that it's, uh, you know, perception uh, is reality for those people who are coming up from Massachusetts or Rhode Island or Connecticut, yeah. wherever it may be. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, th- at least the mountains, most of them could make their own snow yeah. if, the, if the weather is Well, you have to have, have snowmaking these yeah. days. Oh, you do. You do. You know,
1: you and I were talking before we went on the air about, you know, the good old days. <laughs> um, and, and I can remember vividly, in high school, uh, the uh, superintendent of schools uh, came on the PA system. I uh, didn't. We didn't have social media. Um, <laughs> came on the PA system in school and told us flat out that the only time they would cancel school was when the snow was over the flagpole. Okay, well, that was it. And, all right, And uh, that was we in were Maine, always folks. Yes, we were always yes. looking for. Well, it's supposed to snow on Sunday. We got a test on Monday. Oh yeah. And nice. I gotta, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this off. No, and we went through the worst weather. Now that there are attorneys lined up waiting for the buses to <laughs> oh, do that, yeah. so they can sue. Yeah. You know, but back then uh, they told us snows over the flagpole. We cancel school. Till then, you're here, and we showed up. Oh, Parents either yeah. drove us or, or uh, the buses took us. But yeah. now,
0: not a prayer. You know, I never took a bus to school. Really, I was always within oh, okay, yeah. walking distance. And uh, never took a bus to school in my entire life. From, uh, from, from, from where I lived in Melrose uh, to my. I, I went to the same school for uh, nine years, okay. the, the Roosevelt School in Melrose. Well, you were a slow learner. I was. I was. It took nine, me nine years nine third nine to get grade. You, yeah, through. Yeah, through the third grade. But, yeah. you know, hey, listen, <laughs> I learned my lessons well in those, <laughs> Boy, in those nine did. years.
1: <laughs> uh, see, uh, in Maine, in high school, I was 17 miles. Oh, my from, God. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. So we had to take a bus. Yeah, I guess I, so. I learned that when you lipped off to the bus driver, and he'd throw your butt off the bus, it was a long damn walk home. Mm. So when he said, sit down and shut up, second time, I did. First time, I walked. Oh, my God. And you walked oh nine boy. miles home in the dark, it's like, I should have shut Nine yeah. miles? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, it could have been worse. I could have. Lipped
0: off seventeen <laughs> miles. <laughs> you know. I guess. Uh, I guess so. Before. But again, if the bus driver did that today, oh my god, yes, they'd be sued. He'd be in uh, an orange jumpsuit. But but yeah. we learned. Yeah.
1: I never did it again. Shut my mouth and was
0: like, okay. Yeah. But you
1: can't do that anymore.
0: Can, can, yeah, can you imagine the no. ramifications there would be now if a bus driver did Oh, I'd support
1: the bus driver yeah. in a
0: heartbeat, but Of course, nobody's going to be 7 miles away these no days from no, their yeah. from their destination, but uh, up, up in Maine, uh, you yep. know, I'm, I'm you know, probably still happens, right? It probably does. Yeah, probably yeah. Yeah. But, does. Uh, at any rate, so how what about the uh, the hunting uh, this winter?
1: Um, right now, well right now there's there's nothing.
0: Yeah. Uh, the the
1: focus changes to the legislature. Uh, You've got the uh, LSRs uh, that are in the the legislative service requests. Uh, People want to change certain aspects of the hunting seasons or whatever. And that's where you shift your attention to see who's doing what and what do you want to change and things like that. Um, Some of the animal rights people want to change. Coyote season and uh, squirrel season and things like that. But again it's They want to do it for emotional reasons. The biologists, who are the trained professionals, say, this is why we're doing it. Uh, You don't throw the biologist's opinion out uh, just because this is a warm fuzzy, or at least that's the way I look at it. So I pay attention to stuff like that. And then uh, fishing is going on. I know some fishing um, up in Pittsburgh. You can fish the Connecticut River right now. uh, And some guys are getting... I heard last week uh, an eight-pound brown trout uh, below Murphy Dam uh, latched on it. So yeah, you can do it. You can fish. Um, now, was that ice fishing? No, at this, this point, is, no. Really? No, this oh. is fly fishing. Yeah, in the river because you can fish the river um, January first. Typically, the fourth Saturday in April is opening of trout season in the uh, brooks and Le- uh, excuse me in the ponds and lakes. So most people wait until then, but. Yeah, you want to uh, throw on the waders and walk the bankings up in Pittsburgh or along some of the uh, rivers, you can do it. But, man, if you fall in, you now have waders that are catching the water. Yeah, It's you yeah. know dicey proposition, yeah. uh, but some people do it.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 I would imagine the, the fact that uh, I, I saw on Channel 9 the other night that uh, it was, in fact, the warmest uh, January in Concord history. And so I would imagine that cuts down on, on ice fishing. Dude, look at the rain. Look at the rain we had. Yeah. I mean, man,
1: my sump pump's still going.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So when, when is the, the ice fishing derby in, in Meredith? Is that uh, coming yeah, up?
1: That's coming up uh, soon. Uh, but, again, the thing about that that um, is lost is that is for any fishable body of water in New Hampshire. You don't have to fish Winnipesaukee. Okay. Uh, uh, that's where the headquarters is. Yeah. Um, the, a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, four years ago. Uh, the, Time flies
0: when you have a I, I know. I know. Yeah.
1: They took a state record uh, Laker out of Diamond Pond up in, blah, 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 um below Pittsburgh, uh, Clarksville, uh, up there. Um, guy caught it, ran it down to meredith and one uh so depending on what the category is you could be fishing in Keene, you could fish in molten you could fish in dairy
0: yeah you get a fish run yeah, it up running up so to meredith it doesn't yeah. have to be a oh, big lake a lot that, of people that, that's, think that's good to it, know it does. because yeah. that, that 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 was my perception yeah. for a long time until you straightened me out a number of years ago yep uh, but uh, yeah, but for the second uh, straight year, the New England Pond Hockey Classic oh, won't be held on Lake Winnipesaukee this year yeah. because there's not enough ice. So they are going uh, to another... They're going to Plan B. And uh, where are they going now? They're going to uh, another lake. Where are they going? Lake uh, Wonkywon. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, nice yeah. lake up in Meredith.
0: Yep. yep. There, there you go. So that's where it's going to be. And, of course... Uh, The Black Ice Hockey Tournament, scheduled for Concord February 9th through the 11th, uh, will not be held. That's going to be played uh, in late March at uh, Tri-Town Ice Arena in Hooksett. That's that's safe. They have two rinks there. Uh, Last year it was moved to the Everett Arena where there's only one rink, but there are two rinks So all teams that were scheduled to play at White Park will be playing now in Hooksett in late March.
1: Black Ice Pond Hockey has just had a rough history.
0: It has. It has been tough. It has. Between uh, uh, lack of ice and sometimes snow uh, covering the ice, uh, it it has been a tough grind for Chris Brown and all the other people that are involved with black ice. But they are going to Town uh, in uh, late March. So all the teams that were scheduled to participate will, and it'll be a lot of fun nonetheless. We'll take a break. The incomparable Peter St. James is in the house. If you would like to uh, give us a call, 603-224-1450. If I owe you money, don't call. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, Nobody, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Yeah. I'm in the same boat. So, uh, because we've worked in radio all our lives. There you go. We'll be right back. Caitlin Company live. With the incomparable Peter St. James, we'll continue right after these words. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL and HTalkRadio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. The incomparable Peter St. James is in the house. Uh, Today, by the way, uh, January 31st, 2024, is Appreciate Your Social Security Check Day. Uh, <laughs> I know I do. I've already blown uh, mine. I, <laughs> 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 and, uh, well, when I get it, I, I will be blowing mine as well. Not yeah. necessarily in the way I would like to, but, nope. uh, but uh, at any rate, we do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I, re- I remember a time. My uh, when I was living uh, with my parents and my grandparents, and my grandparents were on Social Security, and uh, it, I think it used to come like at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month for everybody. Like oh, it was either the last day of the month or the first day of the month. That's what I remember. Wow. Uh, but uh, but now it's it's uh, different weeks. I know. Yeah. I get mine like on the third Wednesday of every month, and uh, but it's different. I don't know how they. decide when you when you get yours but uh you know so but i do appreciate it so it is appreciate your social security check
1: and i would appreciate it if some legislators in concord excuse me in washington would get together to save the social security administration so because they're saying by 2035 it's going belly up how about fixing it Stop kicking the can down the road and deal with it.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. Because so many people of a certain age uh, depend on it. Yep. yeah, And that's their entire income for uh, many, many people. So, yes, it it must be fixed for – I mean, it may not impact you and I, but it will impact uh, our uh, predecessors and – our, our successors, I should say, right. not our predecessors, uh, and, uh, you know, generations to come. So, yeah, they, that's one of the things they have to concentrate on in our uh, nation's capital. You know, if
1: you have to change the, the, the dates uh, of when eligibility or change the dollar, whatever, do it. Yeah.
0: Just keep it afloat. Right. I mean, you can get that check now as early as 62. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But the longer you wait, yes. every year you wait— you get an extra 8%. Yeah. So, oh,
0: yeah. So,
1: you know, so if you if, want to take it to 62, I mean, if there are health issues, you know, or whatever, I understand that. But uh, if it's just because, well, I want to. Yeah. Well, you're shortchanging yourself a lot of, you know, yeah. 16, 20,
0: 25%. Just think if you waited, even another four years, let's yeah. say. I yeah. mean, if you waited until you were 66. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that it adds up, folks. Yeah, it does. It does add up quickly. Yeah, yeah. and the the thing is too. I mean, you can take it uh, if you want to take it at sixty-two. That's up to you. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you do and you're still working, you can I think make up to twenty-five thousand yeah. dollars a year.
1: And then it's uh, then it's I think it's a dollar dollar for dollar. So if you uh, if you make $100, you have to pay 50 back.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever that... Yeah, whatever exceeds yeah. 25000 Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, if you can possibly hold off as... I mean, some people... Uh I've heard hold off until they're you know seventy, but uh, or maybe even later in some cases. I nice, mean, nice if you it, can do it's it. Nice, yes, it is nice if you can do it. Yep. I do not fall into that category, uh, but uh, Kentucky <laughs> is at forty-seven. <laughs> right, right. Just think like how much I owe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, so it is. It is for whatever reason today is Appreciate Your Social Security Day, and it's also Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. That's that's another day.
1: I'm okay with Brussels sprouts um, if they're done right.
0: If not, it's like eating dirt uh, to me. If they're done right. Well, you know what? I, I have had, and I can tell you, I have had Brussels sprouts once. Okay. Once in my life. And it was only because I, I was with the, the Monarchs at the time. Okay. And we were in Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. And it's not because we were in Norfolk that I had the Brussels sprouts, but we were, you know, a few of the players and coaching staff, we were dining out together at a restaurant, nice restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia. And uh, I I wanted the the prime rib and it came with, uh, I forget what else, I think baked potato and Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts yep. So I didn't want to look like an idiot And not eat the Brussels sprouts And just, you know be like a you know an 8 year old kid Who doesn't yeah, eat yeah. his vegetables Like George Bush Somebody had to say it I, I, uh, I took one for the team As it were And <laughs> I didn't want to look like an idiot And I ate the Brussels sprouts And I had no reason to return To Brussels sprouts uh, The prime rib was great Mash, uh, The uh, baked potato was great uh, the Brussels sprouts were, were okay. It's nothing I would ever, uh, you know, want on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, they, yeah. like I've yeah. had good ones and I've had bad ones. I just, you know.
0: I, I never gave them another shot yeah. after that. Never. I was never in a situation where I sort of had to eat them, but, uh, you know.
1: Has there been a meal when you've been yeah. down
0: south? Yeah.
1: Has there ever been a meal that just captivated you so that you just look back so fondly on that meal?
0: Yeah, the Golden Corral in... Uh, <laughs> In Charleston, South Carolina. Really? Okay, <laughs> I know that I know there's one in Manchester. I've been there once, uh, but it's too dangerous. I'm, you know, it, it used to be the closest one uh, to New Hampshire was Springfield, Mass. Ooh. Yeah, it was that way. I've never been to the one in Springfield, Mass. But again, uh, a bunch of us from the team were out and uh, went to the Golden Corral because it was a novelty for us. Because oh, yeah, yeah, that's, around that's here. true. Yeah. Uh, so he we went. And I enjoyed it immensely, but if I enjoyed it immensely on a regular basis, bad, I, I would be probably yeah. five hundred pounds right now. I got you. Yeah, but it was a fun, it was fun while it lasted.
1: I but, was in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, yeah. uh, where the old race, uh, NASCAR racetrack used right, to be. Right. Yeah, and there was a, it, the track had just closed the year before, and there's a little diner across the street from it. Went in, and I had uh, I looked at the menu and I saw shrimp grits. Shrimp grits. And I went, well, it looks Are, are you
0: a grits guy to begin yeah. with? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, All right. I, I like them. Yeah. So
1: I said, okay, I'll buy
0: it. And
1: it was the best. And um, I, I just, I loved it. And like 10 years went by. And I was thinking about it a few, uh, a few weeks ago. I said, I can do that. And I went online, found the menu, and made it at home. And uh, took grits, Yeah. Uh, you cook up um, oh, a little bacon, um, and then the bacon grease is bubbling, then you put the shrimp in, kind of cook those up a little bit, Yeah. yeah. drain it off, then you cook up the grits, you put two cups of um, uh, cheese yeah. in with the grits, and then the shrimp and the bacon.
0: Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Wow. It was great. That is our cooking tip for the day here was, on yeah. WKXL. And, and
1: I know some people say, oh, huh. grits, it's like eating beach sand. It isn't. If you do it right, it's really good. And the shrimp and the bacon, it's like, man.
0: With uh, the grits? Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. And and you discover that in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. That's it. And I'm a big biscuits and gravy guy, too. Oh, I, I know love, you are. Yeah, oh, I, I know you are from, from way back. Mm. From way back. But, uh, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it, but. Uh, you know, grits are big down south. I, I've never really, I've had them, you know, and I, you know, but uh, I, I don't know if it's something I would go out of my way to, to cook, but maybe with the shrimp and the bacon yeah, and the grits. Uh, well, uh, bacon, and I, anything. Hello. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: speaking of down south. <laughs> yes. Sorry to see this. Yeah. Um, the United States is warning tourists to avoid um, the Bahamas. Really? Yeah. Because of uh, crime. Uh, it's a level two alert. Uh, they rate the criminal threat level on New Providence Island, which includes Nassau and Paradise Island, where the casinos are and all yeah, that, yeah. as critical. Uh, the vast majority of crime occurs on uh, in Nassau and Freeport. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, I've been wow. to the Bahamas and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was wonderful.
0: Now, yeah. Now don't go. Wow! Yeah, man, that's, that's come to New your, Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come know? to New Hampshire. Yes, there because we need your tourism dollars. That's right. Yes. Okay. And we have a lot to offer here. We have fourteen casinos now yeah, is, in the is, state of New Hampshire. It? 14? Fourteen. That's it. Wow. Fourteen. We did have fifteen. Okay. One kind of disappeared. Uh, <laughs> well, we we will. Uh, I think we know which one we're yeah, talking about. I, yeah, I'm yeah, Gonna go there. Uh, we will uh, take a break. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL. The incomparable. I, I love I miss saying that. I okay. used to say it every morning. The incomparable, and sometimes I would... Will you, you be know. at a funeral? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Peter St. James in the house. If you'd like to uh, give us a buzz, uh, 603-224-1450 is the number to call. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and uh, we will be right back. <laughs> Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. The incomparable Peter St. James is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Always great to uh, reunite, if only for a day at a time here at uh, WKXL. And uh, tomorrow, by the way, we will have a... uh A a good friend of uh, both of ours uh, on this program uh, at 8.35 tomorrow. You have friends. I don't. Uh, Well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, call them what you want. Okay. Uh, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Clark Smith will be with us and talk about his uh, career in radio. You know, I I saw his resume the other day. And, you know, I would need a three-hour show uh, to just, just read his resume. I mean, his his radio resume dates back uh, to the to the late '60s uh, yeah. when uh, yeah. you know when he was just starting out in the business as, as a kid, and uh, well, as a younger person anyway. Maybe not a kid, uh, but uh, he has uh, owned many stations uh, over the years. Uh, yep. He has uh, programmed uh, many more stations uh, over the years, and just a. a uh, Died in the wool radio guy, oh, yeah. and uh, and and put a station on, on the map uh, that had no business really being on the map here in New Hampshire in Oldies ninety nine, and yep. uh, both Peter and I uh, worked there for many years, and uh, he he just made that that station uh, at you know the let's let's face it I mean the, the signal wasn't all that great and you know we didn't have it online at the time either true and uh it, it did very very well and we i don't know about you um but i was hired he
1: wouldn't tell me what the format was
0: i remember you saying that. yeah, yeah. you you were there you were an original yeah yeah
1: yeah i was um, he said you used to be in radio I said, at the time i was working at an ad agency and i said yeah and he said well do you have air
0: checks I said, no. I don't I don't keep those. I, you know, I I was always bad at that too. Uh,
1: I, I and, never and, um, never kept air checks. So he said, Well, do you have um cassettes of commercials you've done? I said, Yeah, I can, that, that I can do. So I met him at the um Ameskeg, used to be Hooters. Uh, yeah. Amescape Falls. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever the hotel was. Didn't before Hooters. Why
0: didn't it last very yeah, long? Yeah, I know. B-
1: before but, Hooters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> met him there and handed him the, the tapes. And I said, uh, he said, I'm putting a station on the air. I said, what's the format? He said, I can't tell you. What do you mean you can't tell me? He said, well, it's a secret. I don't want to blow it. And I don't want to tell anybody. Wait a minute. So you want to hire me, but you don't trust me enough to tell me what the damn format is? He said, no. I'm not going to, but you'll like it. That's how I was hired. I'm not going to tell you, but you'll like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was right,
0: but, you know. And it was a highly successful uh, oldie station, and uh, you were the PD there for a while. Yeah,
1: until I wanted to throw him down an elevator shaft.
0: Uh. <laughs> but but anyway, we worked together there and uh, and at other places uh, yep. o- over the years. But you know, I, I tell you what, it was a it was a great format, and I and and give Clark a lot of credit for that. And also, uh, one of the, I think one of the most ingenious things he ever did was not give that Thunderbird away, but it was put. WMUR news yeah. on the radio. Yep, and uh, I he did it at you know six o'clock at night, and I, I think at that time that was their only nighttime newscast. They didn't start at four back then. I don't believe uh, like they're doing it now. But you know, I I, I yeah, think yeah. as it turned out, yep. uh, it was one of our most listened to oh, yeah. time periods of the day. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I remember
1: when we uh, uh, we had the
0: studio in Henneker,
1: and then we moved to Bo. And uh, we had been on the air at that point probably three months, just about three months. And we were feeling pretty cocky. Like, we were
0: the new kids. Yep. All right, yeah. All right, all right. I wasn't there at the time.
1: No. You had a contractual issue, if I remember right.
0: Well, I think that was going to another place. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember that one. Um,
1: And I walked into the studio one day, and there was Clark's office. And there was this very um, attractive woman sitting on the corner of his desk.
0: On the corner? I had
1: no idea who she was. And I walked in, and being... My usual shy self
0: uh,
1: said, "And what's your claim to fame?" Yeah, Yeah. and she looked at me, didn't bat an eyelash, and said, "I sleep with the owner." I went, "Okay." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice to meet you, Moira. Love her. She's but she gives just as good as she gets, and uh, great lady.
0: Yeah, uh, no doubt. About that was it. that was my introduction to Clark's wife. Yeah, and uh, Clark will talk about uh, uh, you know uh, the, the biz tomorrow at uh, at eight thirty five, and uh, but I'm going to send him a copy of this show too. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'll finally have a, a, a tape to, to give him, uh, you know, because I, like you, yeah, there you I go. I wasn't uh, I wasn't good about that. I wish I had been better. I really do. I, oh, I, I wish I'd I, been better than so many other things well too. Yeah, I know. But oh, uh, yeah. but you'd you'd like sometimes to be able to go back. I mean, I I think of it especially when it comes to like sporting events that I've done over the years. I've never really kept any. No, I've never done. And uh, the I, o-
1: I never kept. And I know some guys you know them, yeah. in the business they kept the, air checks of everything yeah, they've ever done. Right. I never yeah. did. No, me neither. Well, no. uh, So I pulled up, uh, yeah. pulled up a website. Yeah. What's this at? What's this
0: it at? It says, house with nearly 300 classic cars on 18 acres is one rough diamond for 400K? Yep. What? Yep. 400K? That's yep. it? Everything you've ever wished
1: for. And here's the story. It says, owning a home, a garage, a bunch of land for, uh, uh, for farming on, classic cars... $400,000. Canaan, New Hampshire. Yep. Uh, near the Vermont border, the property is aimed directly at Are You a Car Enthusiast? The 18 acre site is littered with close to 300 classics in varying conditions, some of them in seemingly good shape. Um, uh, it looks like the majority are pre 1970, mainly, uh, if not all, American makes, some old Chryslers, a DeSoto, and a Nash Metropolitan. Pilot doors suggest they may have been picked apart for parts. Um, but, yeah, 400000 if you want to move to Canaan. Uh, there's a one-bedroom, three-bath house with it, post and beam. Um, well, it may be a fixer-upper. Uh, but, yeah, 400000 there's some of the classic...
0: Oh, they're classics, all right. Yeah. (laughs) They are classics. (laughs) Um,
1: But, you know, I know a guy who uh, restores cars. He's always online (laughs) looking for the original windshields or the original moldings or the original doors. Yeah. He's all over the country finding this stuff. Uh, So when he rebuilds the car,
0: it's rebuilt. Yeah. Not parts from 2014. those parts are hard to come by. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. 400K, though, I mean, cars aside, I mean, just just for that location yep. and the home that goes with it, 400K seems like a bargain. 18 Eight, acres? 18 acres. Yeah,
1: in Canaan. There's the aerial those. view of the place. Yeah. Wow. That is but yeah, that's a national. That was a national story. Well, maybe you can pool
0: our resources. Four
1: hundred thousand. If you want to go to Canaan, you, you, you get the uh, three hundred
0: ninety-nine thousand, and I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, but at any rate, that is that is a that's a great deal. I yeah. can't imagine that not uh, that's not going to be on the market for very long. I read the other day, uh, or, or heard it somewhere, that there were only like a thousand. Homes that are up for sale in total in the state of New Hampshire right now. Only a thousand. Only a thousand, from uh, from border to border. Only a thousand homes available, which seems like a very small number. And you know, housing obviously is an issue. I mean, we were talking about this off the air before we came on today that they want all you know the graduates of our colleges here and uh, and uh young people to stay in in new hampshire and uh you know and and, and they remember taxes here a house
1: would hit the market uh for two hundred fifty thousand yeah and then all of a sudden somebody's going i'll give you Mm 275 i'll give you three i'll give you three and a quarter it was like an auction yeah and the homeowner walked away with three and a quarter, and it was just, there was no supply.
0: Yeah, and it's getting to be that way now. Uh, And uh, the uh, apartment vacancy in the state, 0.7%. And uh, there are quite a few structures going up. Even just in this uh, small part of the state, uh, the the greater Concord area, a lot of uh, multi-family dwellings are are going up now. Got to have it. Yeah.
1: You know, you we need people to come to new hampshire
0: not just to retire but to work to live to play that's right gotta have a place for them to live and, and pay your taxes yep yep we need the revenue and and there are taxes folks in new hampshire just not a yeah. state income tax or a sales tax which is nice but at any rate we will take a break time flies when you're having fun and again if you want to just say hello To the incomparable Peter St. James, you don't have an opportunity to do that very often. Uh, 603-224-1450 is the number. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we shall return right after these words. August, folks. And yeah. oh. N- Nothing irritates the incomparable Cooks my James. carrots. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. And then uh, it hearing does somebody cook say, my say Kankamangus.
1: And when I hear people from New Hampshire who should know better, call right. Call the Kankamangus.
0: It's right. like, "Oh, man." Yep. And uh, and and that's, you know, and he is uh, he gets upset with that and you know, I mean, and and justifiably so. I, I get upset when people say, St. Anselm College. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's what upsets me. But uh, at any rate, so I guess we have a little to be upset about. St. Anselm. St. Anselm, yeah. Saint Anselm. yeah, yeah. No. It's no slum, folks. It's no, a great institution great. of higher learning. Ask Neil. Yes, <laughs> ask <laughs> Neil Levesque. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a frequent contributor. Uh, yeah, I know. the show, yeah, yeah. Neil is uh, is on. We had a good another good friend of yours on here uh, last week, analyzing the primary and Mike Dennehy. Oh yeah, uh, was on the show and uh, oh, Dennehy, Boulay, and Saint James uh, fame. There, there you go. I keep trying to buy into the <laughs> <Yeah>. shop. <laughs> <laughs> he says he says he sees a lot more of his partner now, uh, yeah, Jim, Jim Boulay these days. Well, no, yeah, no, he's, no, not, he's not no, the mayor, you know, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, at any rate, it was a uh, – speaking of primaries, you've been through a few primary battles uh, yourself uh, over the years in terms of, um, you know, talking about them and being involved sometimes. Yep. And uh, this one was uh, – had an unusual feel to it, I think more unusual than than others, in, in the sense that, you know, by the time it actually came around, there were only two Republicans, yeah, okay. really, that were battling it out and uh, – and a couple of you know relatively no-name Democrats, and the sitting president of the United States was not even on the ballot.
1: Yep. right I, in, right in show.
0: Yeah, right in. I, I, you know, what shocks me is that honestly, as many people wrote in his name as did in this state. Yep. Yeah, so it's I, it's interesting. Um,
1: yeah, it's I don't know it's. It's very weird um, to watch what's going on. Um, I I don't know, Um, Nikki. I like Nikki. Uh, I thought she she did well, but I thought she was going to do better
0: in New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, But where she from? You know, when she started to where she wound up. I think it was a you know a, a very well staged campaign. I mean, you certainly so a lot how, of how
1: much of that was pro Nikki and how much of that was anti Trump.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, okay. you, you have to wonder about that. Yeah, yeah. In, in all cases, because now yeah. she's down
1: in her home state of South Carolina, right? And um, uh, uh, there have been uh, South Carolina congressional people who have lined up to support Trump,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, that
1: were originally with Nikki. I was yeah. like, what's okay, what's happening? So I don't know,
0: and and I think it's it's inevitable that Trump is going to win the Republican nomination, and probably even win South Carolina. Uh, I think there's a good chance of that happening. Probably, and uh, there's really no opposition to our sitting president uh, in in South Carolina. So, whatever happened to uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.? He just kind of RFK
1: is still around. No, down. he's still there. Uh, somebody uh, somebody said that. Trump was looking at RFK as a possible VP uh, choice.
0: I don't know. I that, I don't think I'd go. That, that, that. would be interesting. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't think it would be the way to go. I I you know who I, I would like to. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. She used to be a Democrat, and now she's uh, I guess an independent or undeclared or whatever they're calling them these days. But Tulsi Gabbard. Love Tulsi.
1: Love Tulsi because she's an officer uh, in the military. And to have somebody back in the White House that was in the military and understands the military and just doesn't use them as a political pawn, I love it.
0: I think she would be an amazing running mate for him. I I really and truly do. Do you have any thoughts about, uh, about running mates for Donald Trump? Um...
1: You no, know, I mean, he's he's talking about uh, Christine Naum, um, uh, Vivek. I know is lining up uh, Tim Scott. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and all good good people. But uh, let's face it, VP for Trump. Yeah, <laughs> talk about a low profile job, <laughs> right? You know, um, so I don't know, but uh, Tulsi, I like, uh, um, outspoken.
0: Uh, Boom! And, and, Just and, does not so, run. So does not run. So articulate. I don't know how her campaign did not resonate uh, in New Hampshire. I mean, she, uh, you know, four years ago, yep. uh, she was one of the first Democrats to declare, one of the first Democrats to get a lot of signage up. Uh and uh, and her campaign just never took off. Well, Hillary hated her, so that was one reason I loved her. Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: and she was uh, passing through Andover, New Hampshire, and a buddy of mine uh, happened to be at the uh, at Jake's. And well, Telsey was there, and he met her, and showed me a picture, sent me a picture, said, "Hey, guess who I ran into?" And he said, "Talked with her for a few minutes." Yeah. And,
0: wow, sharp, sharp lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. Yep. Uh, she, she, I think would be terrific in any office that uh, she occupied, and it, it's. Uh, it, it, I, I hope there is, you know, uh, a future for her. But maybe she's not, uh, not too pleased. And she's, uh, you know, a pundit now yeah. on Fox News. Yep. You see her from time to time on on Fox News. But I just wish she uh, would get back into the fray somehow. I really do, but at any rate, uh, that I think she would make a great running mate for. Makes sense for All Trump. Right. I I really do, and uh, I I don't know whether he's going to go with a woman. Uh, you know, Elise Stefanik from New York has been yeah. Mentioned. It won't be Stefanik.
1: Probably, if anybody it would be Christine. Um, yeah. The governor. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Um, no shot for Nikki, right? No, no, no. On the state, 1976. Yes. I'm going to leave you with music. You know, I love this. Yeah. Um, this song was number one nine weeks at number one. Seventy six. Seventy six, yeah. and got bounced by a song that I can only say is ironic. Ironic. Yep. Yeah. The song. Yeah. That was number one. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. By Queen. Queen. Yeah. What was yeah. the song? That bumped it out of number
0: one in 1976, one. and it's ironic. It's ironic. Uh, it had to be something like uh, it was probably a carpenter song, right? No, no, <laughs> that was no, no. I only say that to, to get your goat a little bit. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I have no clue. Abba, yeah, Mamma Mia,
1: because what's in Bohemian Rhapsody, Mama Mia, Mama Mia. That's the
0: song that go. knocked him out of first place. Yeah. Wow, huh? on this date. There you go, nineteen seventy-six. Yep, the year of the bird, and I don't mean Larry. I mean Mark Fidrich. Oh, remember man. Mark the Bird Love Fidrich, the, bird. the late great. He was fun to watch, Mark Fidrich. Yep, yeah, that was his big year, seventy-six. Yep. Wow, and uh, it was a a very down year Detroit for the Red Sox. And they had won, you know. They had been in in '75, probably the greatest World Series ever played in '75 with there the Red Carbo Sox and the Reds. Where are you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then they had a real down year in '76, but uh, baseball did not because of Mark the Bird Fidrich out of Northborough, Massachusetts, who used to squat and talk to the baseball on the mound yeah. and had had Tom Raffio type hair, and uh, <laughs> he, he passed away early. And they called him the bird because, you know, he kind of looked like Big Bird. Yeah, Yeah. he did. Yeah, he he died young. He did. He did. Why? I believe he died in an industrial accident. Oh, okay. He was working, and I think he was pretty much uh, a a truck, I think, like fell on him and killed him. Yeah. I think he was only 54, I was going to say, yeah. Something like that. Wow, 70s. But, but I, I, you know, just folks, you can look it up on YouTube. I, I remember one night, he, Monday Night Baseball used to be big. Oh, yeah. And it, it used to be uh, Al Michaels was on the oh, Monday Night Baseball games with Howard yeah. Cosell. Howard Cosell. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they had a Monday Night game in Detroit. Wow. Uh, I mean, the place was electric. It was the Yankees and the Tigers and Fidrich was on the mound, Mark the Bird, Fidrich, and I think he beat the Yankees uh, on that night. See, it was
1: Howard Cosell,
0: yeah. Monday
1: Night Football, that told yeah. me that John Lennon had been shot. Me too. That's how I learned from it. Me too. And I was living in Bur- in Gorham, New Hampshire, yeah. watching Monday Night Football, right.
0: and that's it's like, what? What? I know. Yeah. yeah he was born, uh, Mark Fidrich, in uh, 1954, August 14th of 54. Wow. And died April 13, 2009. So wow. he was uh, 54 when he passed away. And I think it was like in, in an wow. accident on a work site. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, 76, uh, he was not on a huge contract then nope. and uh, never really made, I mean, even a fraction, a fraction of, of the money that uh, players are getting these days. No, and uh, so we no. have to actually go to work for a living. But at any rate, no. someday, Peter St. James, we will have to actually go to work for a living. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I don't know what we'd possibly do. I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> one, of, one of these days, Alice. Yeah, <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Peter, thanks for being with us. Honestly, uh, it was it was great. It's always fun to share the microphone with you. You come up with these well, thank you. anecdotes thank like Mamma Mia, Mia, replacing Mama Mia. Bohemian Rhapsody yep. as number one on this date, folks, in 1976. There you go. So you had a dad for me. The Mom. year of the bird. I, I will. I will. And you're welcome to come in if you'd like to harass him. <laughs> you know, but uh, at any rate, you're always welcome here. And it's uh, terrific to see you. Thank you. uh, Continued success. Keep up the good work. Uh, I'll do the best I possibly can. (laughs) And remember, folks, to always look on the bright side of life. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.